I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by beauty lovers for beauty lovers. I am your host today, the unprofessional beauty lover who can't even remember her own bloody thing. Uh, Lindsay Kelk and uh, this is a very special episode of Full Coverage Podcast. I'm very excited to share it with you. Today we are going to listen to the audio of a Zoom call between myself, Caroline Hirons and Emma Guns of The Emma Guns Show. Uh, this is a call that took place uh, just a week ago uh, to celebrate the launch of my new book, in case you missed it, and also the ridiculous, humongous, incredible, amazing, and well-deserved success of Caroline's book, Skincare. I, I'm i going to say it's not safe for work, or little is, and I'm going to say it's a little bit insane. But uh, it was so much fun, uh, and it was honestly one of the most joyous 60 minutes of my last five months. Uh, lockdown continues in LA. So... It was so lovely and such a relief and such a tonic to spend time talking to two of my favourite people about some of my favourite stuff. There's some beauty in here, I won't lie, it goes a bit off the rails and there's much discussion of uh, penis. But, you know, like, that's fine and you all know what you came for when you chat with Caroline and Emma and I. This is what happens. So I really hope you enjoy it and we'll be back in two weeks with another full and proper episode uh, we're also prepping to schedule for another live episode uh, with you guys all on Zoom. So keep your eyes open for that. And please enjoy. Here it is. Uh, Lindsay Kelk in conversation with Emma Guns and Caroline Hirons. Rage Against the Mapine. Uh, full props to Kelly for that one. Here is the episode. Books and Beauty with Caroline Hirons and Lindsay Kelk. And for anyone who doesn't know, and of course you all do, but let's just talk about the fact that we have Lindsay Kelk the author of 16 published books. One of them is on the shelf. We're going to talk about that. How you're saying I do not know. <laughs> well, you know I'm not. So that is a oh. assessment. I feel so sad that the uh, expression you caught on my face just then when Caroline said, how you're saying, and I went. <laughs> um, but right. author of 16 books, host of and contributor to two podcasts, and goodness knows what else, the brilliant, wonderful Lindsay Kelk, who is live from Los Angeles and live from London. We have the most powerful woman in beauty, Caroline Hyman. <laughs> Do not get this piece. Stay in this chat because we are all about the books and beauty. And let's not forget, Lindsay may have written 16 books. Caroline has just published, very recently in fact, one, Skincare. And, and is only ever going to publish one. And let's just say... Well, well when you ace it, Caroline, you've only got to do it once. Mine's, mine's in the other room, my colour-coded bookshelf, making the yellow section look very, very good. But Caroline's book, Skincare, is to the literary world what the what uh, Avengers Endgame was to movies in 2019, <laughs> in that it broke all records and is basically the biggest thing to have ever happened to words and pages. Okay, then. That's, that is literally the industry buzz. 
that I've heard. Biggest thing to ever happen to words and pages. To words and pages specifically. Uh, There was one cookbook that was a more important thing to happen to spines, but words and pages, it's Caroline. It's Caroline. (laughs) So, goodness, thank you so much. Uh, perfect description and pod fam lots of pod fam people in the house i'm guessing lots of listeners of full coverage which is obviously Lindsay's podcast and many of you of course will have heard caroline not only on Lindsay's podcast full coverage which she co-hosts with makeup artist harriet hadfield but also my podcast the emma gun show which should be subscribed to immediately or at least immediately you're such a professional i'm so every i know you're such a professional because i've been on your podcast and i know that oh good work but it, you're such a professional. It's so impressive. Everyone go and subscribe to Emma's podcast immediately because she's dead good. Yep. You're dead Thank good. Thank you. I've distracted by the fact. Thank you. I really like that. But is she eating a Twinkie? Jim left a croissant at the side of his bed, the fool. <laughs> well, I, that might be the best and stupidest move ever because who doesn't want to wake up to find a croissant at the side of your bed? Um, but well, secondly, diabetic, somebody else so is going to eat it. He's diabetic, oh, so he has to have them at the side. He's got to have a snack. Please replace it. It needs to be a chocolate croissant. Food. Please replace it. We don't want Jim to wake up in the night and think, oh, right. it would wake me up to do it anyway, so I wouldn't worry. Okay, fine. <laughs> as long as no harm will come to Jim as a result of. Oh, he's all right. Okay. He never comes to bed without a snack, that man. <laughs> quite well, badly, Hi, everyone, but I've had quite the day. Yes, the um, has had a good yes. day. Um, do we want to do a top line of Caroline's day? I think we should. Oh, no, I think we should absolutely. On. Well, at least let's just mention Beauty Backed before we start. Okay. Let's do that. You've just okay. launched it. It's amazing. Um, eat your croissant. Um, <laughs> He's wetting himself. Should... Just sent a laughing emoji like, oh my God, woman. He's like, you can't eat on a live. I'm like, well, apparently I can. It's too late. It's been done. You absolutely it's can. Breaking down barriers. Breaking down barriers everywhere you go. It's classic Iris. Um, mm. Yeah, Beauty Bat, until your mouth is empty, I'm going to talk about it for you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautyback.com, go there now, sign the petition, donate to the GoFundMe if you can. If you can't, completely understand. We're all in weird places. Uh, but if you can share it, that's, that's as good. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, share yeah, it. Yeah. We want everyone to know about this. Tell us about it, Caroline. Tell us about it. Um, long story short, when Boris announced that Beauty was not going to open, as he had promised, um, a typical loser's move to do it last thing on a Friday, um, he basically said we, and he also didn't say Beauty, he avoided us completely and said close contact services. Um, and I just messaged my business partner, Al, and said, and I quote, this is my WhatsApp message, Al, we need to do something for people in this industry who can't pay their bills. We need to start something, a foundation, anything. And that's kind of what we did. And that was Friday. Oh, Saturday morning at half 10. <laughs> so we didn't need a weekend. That's fine. Um, and then we kind of pulled it together. I bought the domain name. Um, I just did a quick WhatsApp group of people I know who are really just really sort of brilliant organizers basically um got the british beauty council on board cw babtac and then put it live spoke to the, my accountant and lawyer about the legals and they said well if you've got a charity you can already donate to that makes your life much easier thank god they said that then we found the hair and beauty charity which i kind of knew of but hadn't really experienced so we spoke to them today and it was perfect 
and they do amazing things. Like if you are someone who is in the industry and something happens to you and you have children, they will sponsor your children until they're 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. Brilliant. So we kind of, we launched it and we're currently on, I don't even know, what was the last total? The last total? Uh, was... You're on 29,000 pounds and uh, 3,500 signatures going up yeah. every second. 29,000 pounds. Um, yeah, and basically we, we just, and the great thing is we don't even have to touch the money and all of it, every penny of it goes to um, the hair and beauty charity and then people who need help can apply via the hair and beauty charity. So they can just send in their info and where it normally takes 21 days for them to approve things, um, they're, doing it on a, they're doing it on a once a week basis just to make sure they can get the money through. I'm really glad that we're chatting on a day like today when you've done something like this, because I think when you title a webinar or whatever this chat is as books and beauty, I mean, we're not going to just be chatting about our favorite lipstick formulas and the kind of moisturizers we love. And it's really, it's really brilliant. Uh, Lindsay Nobody cares. Come on. <laughs> no, but I think sometimes, uh, some people may not necessarily know quite how deep the roots for all of us go into the beauty industry and especially you Caroline who really understands how it works what the machinations are you understand the policy politics and to be able to actually come out and say right yes I'm a content creator yes I review products yes I've written a best-selling book about beauty called skincare available now I know. From bizarre, isn't it? I'm also actually helping people whose income has been jeopardized mm. by the unfair regulations that have been put in place by the UK government around the beauty industry. So let's just, what a brilliant thing that we can talk about this side of the beauty industry. That is where all of our roots really spread to. And I know Lindsay, you feel very passionately about this too. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, I know, obviously I'm, best known for my books because that's probably why most people are here but as Emma mentioned I have a beauty podcast and my I've always been a beauty lover but actually my it was my second job was beauty PR um so I've been in the beauty industry and beauty industry adjacent since I was 22 um and when I left that job because my boss was a monster. That's a fun story for another time. Um, <laughs> I miss beauty. We've all been there, mate. We've all yeah, been no, there, mate. mate. <laughs> you don't have to own that category. I, oh no, I know. But I've, I've oh, I had the stories. Um, yeah, we. I missed it so much that I started my first beauty blog, uh, Beauty Mecca, and that was 2006. And um, was it 2000? It's 2006. End of 2006, very beginning of 2007. It's still online, which is dead weird. I found a picture of us when we first had a cup of tea in Marlebone at the weekend. Did you enough. find it? That's so funny. I, I just was texting. I was, oh, I know. I was messaging um, with Ms. Guns the other day and I found it in my, my um, Google calendar sets up reminders. And it was like tea with Caroline. And it was six years ago. And I couldn't believe it. it was six six years, years ago. ago. Yes, wow. it has to be because I was in uh, New York. Um, and my hair was red. Yeah, you were. So, yeah. God. Yeah. Um, so it's weird, I think, because full coverage has only been around sort of three years. Um, and my blog was never my name. It was sort of Sorry, not anonymous because everyone... Hmm? Your award-winning podcast has only been around for three my years. My award-winning podcast, full coverage, <laughs> um, <laughs> is three years. But yeah, I, I industry-wise, I knew people and they knew who I was. But outwardly facing, it was anonymous. I didn't use my name because I was still working a full-time job and my boss was a bit 
weird about it because it was 2006, seven when blogs weren't really a thing. So I kept it anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been in it a long time and known a lot of people for a long time. So to see what's going on now is just like, just the fury, the fury and the rage. And I'm already full of fury and rage all the time. So this hasn't helped anybody. Uh, apart from people that it will now help. This brings us on to a great question. How many times have you listened to Killing in the Name Off by Rage Against the Machine in the last week, Caroline? <laughs> At least once a day. More so since lockdown than this last week. More so since Fair lockdown. Um, and the live versions. And the Finsbury Park version, which is my favourite ever. Okay. Right, well, do you know what I'm going to do? We <laughs> know where we are today. <laughs> I was like... Man. I'm getting some sugar in my system now. I'll be rocking in a minute. Honestly, Zach Dalarosha you... allegedly works out at my gym, but I've never seen him there. But he does oh. allegedly work out there. Very handsome young man. No, I know. And he, apparently he comes in very early. And my friend at the gym was always like, oh, you know, he comes here, right? And I'm like, we're going to need a text message system in which you let me know. Also, weirdly, one of the first penises I ever saw, because there was a photo of them in Select magazine where they were completely naked, and I was like 14 and was like... How do I not know this picture exists? It's in Select. It's in an ancient issue of Select. Sorry, everybody, I've lowered the tone. I used to do that, though, Uh, because I remember in the the mid-80s, the NME published a picture of Michael Hutchins on his back, like this, and the sheet... I mean, you could see the top of the peen. The sheet was like pube and peen. You the know, you're like <laughs> the root I, of the, the peen. root. The root veg was on show, and I honestly, I would have been like fifteen maybe, and I was just like. So when people always wind me up and they're like, "Oh my god, what if, um, what if, um, you know, you ever saw Simon Le Bon, blah blah blah?" And I'm like, "Simon Le Bon is like my heart, dude. Michael Hutchins was a certain woman's sexual awakening. I'm sorry. Come yeah. on." And not just women. <laughs> Caroline uh, Harris and I went to the same in excess concert. Not we didn't know oh each other. man, I'm so jealous. I used we had uh, Kick was just on in my house when I was growing up on rotation, just on rotation. Because I'm the age of your mother. Thank you so much, Lindsay. It's been lovely. Goodbye. <laughs> no, you are. I am younger than you, but marginally so. Marginally so. Shut um, up, marginally so. I'm 40 in October. I have got to the point now where I'm like quite keen to get there because I feel like I'll be taken seriously as a grown up. I feel like I wanted to not be 40 forever and ever, but it feels like the same as 30 when I was like, oh, now I'm just like, when I'm 30, I'll have all the answers and be an adult and people will take me seriously. Didn't happen. So now I'm like, maybe 40, maybe that's the one. Probably they not, do take is it? seriously when you're a bit older. And, and you just like, there you go. And you're like, I need this now. And they're like, oh, she sounds a bit hormonal. Okay, let's that's, just talk to us. That's true. That's true. I've been acting <laughs> like a 40 year old since I was 20, which is why I'm so hateful. But now, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll do it because she's got some experience and she might know what she's talking about. She's not just a. a wet I also, head. full disclosure, I found the photo, but it had this one's been censored, but I will send it to you all. Not everyone watching. I'm not sending you I all. I need that in my WhatsApp group immediately. But yeah, I, it's, um, I think it was Mo Wigan saying there's no way I'm Googling that. My search history is already quite... No, oh, don't do it on your work computer. It was Lollapalooza 93 for anyone who cares to uh, search it. And it was yeah. a protest. But as if it was 93, hey, I was probably 12. They want to protest naked. I'll show up to that protest. 12-year-old Lindsay stealing her brother's select magazine was um, somewhat... Like, Post confused. it in the pod group, Lindsay, they're saying. 
yeah. well i can yeah. post the uh, i will post the, the oh, censored God. version if you care to find the uncensored that's on you <laughs> that's on you i can't find it oh yeah okay. sending it hey have you found it i'm gonna oh. Watch- oh they're all censored so what i'm gonna oh. do well it was it did exist without the censorship but i'm sure it be- i'm sure it- someone's got it someone's got it battling the peens of rage against the machine to get your attention i'm so sorry <laughs> okay i'll put the phone down i'm sorry i won't look at any no, no, it's fine it's fine but we know where we are today we've just talked about beauty backed we've talked about Lindsay's 16 books that are out in the wild we've talked about caroline's skincare book but why don't we go on a magical mystery tour or just let's reminisce Let's, let's talk about Lindsay turning 40, but let's talk about our younger selves. Oh, God. Because actually, one of the Aww. questions that's come in from our brilliant panel party of friends who are joining us in this live chat is what advice would you give your younger self? Now, who wants to go first? I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Lindsay because she did find the peen picture first. Uh, um... Rage against the Mapeen. Um, sorry, uh, this is uh, uh, great work. Standing up, for Kelly Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, what advice would I give my younger self? Um, I would tell my younger self to stop worrying so much about what other people think, which I would oh, still yeah. give to myself now. And also, uh, if it doesn't feel like it's enough, it's probably not enough, and you shouldn't put up with it. Because I think for a very long time I put up with a lot of really shoddy treatment, and no, it's not peen, that's not peen related, Emma. Don't laugh, but it could be. Um, but I feel like I put up with a lot of shoddy treatment, professionally and personally, because I thought that's what I deserved, and I know now that that's not true. Um, so I would say, don't put up with shit. <laughs> don't put up with guff. There we go. I would fully concur. The way I've let some people treat me is like, even now, if I see them, I want to throat punch them. People in the industry, you know, and you're like, no, I do. I I get the look and people who know are like, oh God, move her away, move her away. Thank God she doesn't drink anymore. Um, But yeah, don't let yourself be treated in a way that, two ways, in a way that you wouldn't treat other people and in a way that you know you don't deserve to be treated. Don't let people disrespect you. Yeah. Okay. Curious though. How do you set those boundaries? Because when you're 25 and someone's treating you like shit, do you say, oi, dickhead? Or is there another strategy that's let, I mean, or is there another strategy? <laughs> Caroline would say much dickhead. for me. Um, I just think the thing that, that I did that I shouldn't have done is I internalized it and what I should have done. And I was very junior in positions where I was being treated very badly by senior bosses. Um, so professionally, I, Think, I think you have to eat shit to a certain extent when you're starting out, but you need to deflect it and know it's not, not that eat shit as in like, let someone abuse you, never let someone abuse you, no, 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 no. but you might have to do stuff that you don't want to do. And you might have to do stuff that's a bit shit. I think that's part of the course that's just of, part of it. Up, totally. Yeah. But I think if there is one person who is like, or there's someone that's causing you trouble and not everyone can walk out on a job. I couldn't walk out on the job that I was being abused at. Like I had to stay in it because I didn't have any money. I didn't have any support. I had to stay in that job. But what I could have done is not take it. So I, I wish I had been able to say to myself, this isn't about you, it's about them. And like the, the shit that they used to do, like I was a lot heavier and my boss put me on Atkins and would like monitor what I was eating. I'm going to need that name and address when this is over. 
she was a beauty PR. Uh, we were in, we went to an event with clients and we had to put our names in the laser tag thing. We were at laser tag, obviously. Uh, and she put me down as the She-Hulk, like shit like oh, that. No. And I just, uh, but instead of me saying you're a bully and this is shit, I just believed it all and was like, she treats me like this because I deserve to be treated like this. And it's well, like, well, no, I know now, no one should. Possibly, she's been out of the industry for a while. But um, I don't know. I'm going to find out where this bitch lives. Yeah, it was just, and it was everyone in the team was treated the same, but it just created this horrible toxic environment. It was all women. Everyone was horrible to each other. I managed to come out of it with one of my best, best friends because we were both just clung to each other like life rafts and we're like, we will, we will get through this. And we did, and we both did. But um, I just think too many people like just get beaten out of that. Like I could have very easily, thankfully I moved into a second career that was my aspiration but if I would have left PR because of that I never would have gotten back in because I was so beaten down um, and I worry about how many people have given up on stuff because of just a shitty person and they took it in instead of pushing it back out it's, it's really hard and the younger you are the harder it is but um, I would I go back and say not having that madam uh, I wouldn't have called you well I would have just punched her in the throat she, Sorry, she, some she was a frisky one, so like, she would have enjoyed a fight. Uh, but yeah, oof, oof, man. Can I take her though? Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Oh, a lot of bluster. Oh, that's fine. To be honest, though, I find it, and this is also my rule with parenting: you don't have to hit your kids; you just have to get the right look. True. Well, we've know? both done retail, and I think you learn the look at retail. And my mum was retail as well, same as yours. And you get, um, I've tried to explain this to Jeff before, which is why kids don't like me, because I've got that lady look, because the parents, I worked in a toy shop, and my mum worked in a toy shop, and um, parents would bring their kids in, and they'd be like, if you don't put that down, that lady's going to tell you off. And I'd just have to stand there and be like, oh, I wouldn't, I'd go, yeah, And they would just run, they would run, yeah. And it's like, I've done nothing. (laughs) But you learn a lot from retail for silent threats. You learn a lot from retail yeah. a lot for being in the service industry true just that retail for a long time but I, I, I love retail but i love what i love now is that i can leave but i remember a few years ago uh when freelance wasn't going so well and i was like i i can't get anyone to commission me to write words about beauty and i was being really pathetic i remember my friend said to me bitch <laughs> If you can't make any money, if you can't pay your rent, you march down to that benefit counter and you go and be the best goddamn saleswoman that benefit have ever seen. Don't ever tell me that you can't make a living. I mean, obviously, it's not that easy. It's not like benefit. Are like, yeah, you've got. <laughs> We've had quite a few of those conversations over the years, Em. I know. With me doing the about wor- about working at the benefit counter. <laughs> no, no, just about me being, you know. Uh, encouraging encouraging yeah that's what everyone that was the first thing i'd call you (laughs) (laughs) in life caroline she was encouraging motivational i would i would upgrade it to motivational motivational like what is wrong with you what have you got two legs right move i think what it comes down to is you with anyone who you give a shit about and you um you're very good in that you care about a lot of people but the same fundamental thing runs through, which is it's all about making sure that person is living. What it comes down to is that person you're saying to them, you deserve better. And this is how you're going to get it. I know you can't see it now because 
it's really scary and you've got lots of things on your mind, but I'm telling you that if you look at it this way, you'll get to where you need to be. And that's a really nice person to have in your contact book. And, and the odd bit of swearing. Really? I haven't noticed. <laughs> it's the capitals. It's when I get the message in capitals. And I'm like, no, I'm paying attention. Guns. The voice note terrifies me. I'm like, oh my God, what is it? Why? <laughs> so that's good. But those, that's the advice to um, younger selves is to basically not take any shit. And to, God, I'm glad we decided not to swear during this just, We went over 30,000, we. You went Yay! over 30,000. Just wanted to like, shout out you specifically. Okay. Went over 30,000, which is amazing. Yay! This is a good question. Okay, so this is from the panel or the, the attendees, our party. And it's for all of us. Um, but let's start with Caroline this time. Okay. Start on a desert island. What book? podcast and beauty item would make you feel better you are under book. no obligation to say the emma gun show by the way. book would be bill bryson's the lost continent because it's just funny and it's about traveling i could imagine i wasn't stuck on an island um podcast i couldn't possibly pick i only really listened to about five and you could you two are two of them i don't have time no, you know, the, minute starts, the minute someone starts a podcast and they're so like chilled you know what i'm like ladies i'm like can we just cut to the chase come on probably to take myself away from cagney and lacy probably joe rogan because then i can just either rage or agree so i'll be like oh i think about that or i'll be like you idiot um and what was the other one book podcast and beauty item oh I think we I mean, have to assume you already have SPF. I think we just assume yeah. we do Desert Island Disc Rules, but you've already got on a SPF. Desert Island. I ain't going to worry about an SPF, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I would probably take something like May Lindstrom's Blue Cocoon. I mean, it would melt. If I had a fridge, that would be helpful. But something oily, something lovely, you know. Great, Lindsay, what about you? Uh, book, podcast, and YouTube item? Um... I'm gonna. I am gonna install Desert Island Disc Rules where we've already got the Emma Guns podcast, um, so we don't have to choose it because yeah. otherwise it's gonna sound really sickening. But it would be a lovely choice because you have so many interesting guests about interesting topics. Uh, I would feel like you were there with me, but then that might make me sad, and then I'd have to get a volleyball. And hey, draw I your couldn't face listen on to it. a mate. I'd be upset. I'd have to listen to Joe Rogan. It'll be I'm hard. Yeah. Um, I would choose Who Weekly, which is a podcast about the antics of Z-list celebrities. Uh, what's it called who weekly who weekly um their tagline is everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't and every week oh they do goodness. a special segment on what rita aura is up to she's the queen who uh and now they have a new segment yeah. on ben affleck and anna de Armas and their relationship you <laughs> send me that because i can't find it and i don't want to be rude I will. I'll send it to you. It's great. And I feel like that would be a good distraction on the desert island. And I would still know what Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas are up to. Well, we need to know. Uh, which would be important. And yeah. I tell you a funny story that's a slight distraction, also slightly slanderous. So maybe HarperCollins will cut us off. But uh, <laughs> I'll just say that backstage. I am the, the co host. Brits, backstage okay. at the Brits. Uh, you know, we get a lot of the celebs. So you're there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the celebs are there from Monday to Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. Um, you're going to love this. I just want to say there was a certain singer's family 
might sound like Mita Cora. Noted. Mm -hmm. Who could it be? And people would come <laughs> backstage, like try and blag freebies because Pixie were, I was there with Pixie. Pixie were really generous with the, with the sort of goodies and stuff. And so blah, blah, blah. And this same, these same people have been coming in Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, like, oh, can we? And then on the Wednesday they came in and Amanda and I had had it up to here, right? You know, and you're just like, there's always people trying to, and they were so generous. There was no need. Like they would try and pretend like they hadn't seen it before. Oh, can you tell me something about the product? And I'd be like, well, you were here the last two days. Like, what do you two want to people do? I wouldn't want to try and take the mick out of Amanda. Well, wait for it, because honestly, it's one of my highlights of my life. So this girl goes, and I do, I'm not exaggerating. They all wear lanyards, right? So they've got, you know, the, the passes around the neck, like AAA, blah, blah, blah. And she went, oh, hi, can I take some stuff for Rita, please? Well, she said, please. Rita, Rita. Rita, Rita Cora. And I went, Rita Cora, and I went, oh, that's, do you know what that alarm is? That's my alarm telling me to take my HRT. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar. So, so I go, oh no, we've put it in her room today. It should all be there. We gave her an, an artist's selection and they went, right. Okay. So do you have anything else? And we're like, well, not really girls. Cause you've been in the last two days. You've kind of cleared us out. No word of a lie. This girl goes, and I am not joking. Ladies and gents shows her past and goes, hmm, same surname. At which Amanda mans at which amanda says and i shit you not oh but you a shit singer too and turned off oh! <laughs> at which point i'm like meter cora <laughs> and amanda if you know amanda like don't don't get her angry don't get her angry i mean she's like she's more but she be mighty and that the whole the rest of the whole rest of the day was us going, same surname? And the face, the face, same surname? Honestly, and we would go, oh, are your family all shit singers too? And it would just be, it was like all day, all day. People in the, there are a few people in the chat saying who is Amanda. So Amanda is Amanda Bell, who works with Caroline at Pixie. What's her role at Pixie, Caroline? Oh, she's like the, I don't work for them, but she is their global head of education and artistry, right. I think. But I've known Amanda for over 20 years because we worked together at Space NK. That's it, sorry. Yes, obviously Caroline does not work for Pixie, just to cover myself legally. They do. <laughs> but she is. We're like, so far past covering no, myself but, legally. But the thing with Amanda <laughs> is, like, if it was me, no, if it was me, I would just be, you know, Oh, whereas Amanda doesn't even raise her voice. She just literally goes, oh, are you a shit singer too? And walked off. And I was just like. It's just, the I thing is, though, if I you're going to have the brass more. neck to do that, you've got to expect it. You've got to be ready. They didn't come back. Just be like, no, no. Because, well, like, what, you've got no power. What is it you think What's you're going to do? With? Let's do the yin and the yang. So the weird. two nicest people at the Brits. Yes, let's do it. Loads. But the two nicest on that particular event were Professor Green and Stormzy. Oh, gents. gents. Well, that's nice. We like to hear that. Professor Green. We were like, yeah. we were like, would you like some stuff for your mum or your sisters? Or and Stormzy was like, oh yeah. Does anyone actually? If you just so and so, and he spent the whole time in the green room, not in the dressing room. He was in the green room and he rehearsed. You know his brilliant bit where he was like, did you think we'd forget about Grenfell? I'm standing here at the end of the pixie counter, a sort of display thing. He rehearsed it here with his just with his airpods in singing into the curtain next to me i'm like that 
oh my god he's literally gonna slag off Thatcher like he's literally gonna go there he's gonna go there with Theresa May like and then Professor Green called everyone his missus he was like oh, I've got to go see my missus blah 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 and they were just like nice and polite like someone saying I've worked with both of them and they were genuine guys and really cared about all the security stuff and thanked us personally for helping yeah very polite said please and thank you and then same surname she can kiss my ass no time for me to Cora. Um, I don't know if I could actually name any of her songs, which I feel quite weird about because she is on Who Weekly every week. Though they talk about her, she's never on it. She is never on it. She, I mean, I could point her out in a Daily Mail bikini lineup because that's something she's good at, but I don't know any of the tunes. Right, so just so that we don't go down a Rita or a group. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. Let's um, move on. I, I'm going to answer the Desert Island question because it was for three of us. Oh, okay. Yes, do it. Book. So, so book, gosh, well, I said I'm going to answer, I didn't really think it through. It would probably be... Tommy Lee's biography. Who? Tommy Lee's biography. <laughs> Nikki Six has though, so we could do that. Well, I nearly sent you, the other day I found a t-shirt, Amplified have got a Kiss t-shirt, and it's Gene Simmons, the devil face. and the I've got it. Do you want to see it? With the Diamante red tongue. Yeah. <gasps> Caroline! <laughs> Did I tell you about the time we were in the departure lounge with Gene Simmons in the airport in Charlotte a couple of years ago? So that's oh quite my cool. God, Caroline! <laughs> um, we were visiting Jeff's family and we got to the airport and he was sat in the departure lounge. He was going back to LA, I guess, just regularly just sat there. And everyone was trying not to like, say, look, it's Gene Simmons. And then eventually this couple went over to him and they were like, <laughs> just like, you're Gene Simmons. And he was like... <sighs> And the flight was delayed and delayed and delayed and they were just sat next to him like and then we got delayed and they announced another delay so he just leans over and he's like i just want to leave so can you look after my stuff and they were like yeah yeah we'll totally look after yes, your stuff Simmons, like, look after just your going stuff. off yeah so i think he went to the bar or whatever but he just fucked off but then they called the flight like 10 <laughs> minutes later they were like actually no delay we're boarding now everyone got on the plane quickly and we won't lose our slot and this poor couple has sat there going like, we're fucking sat here with Gene Simmons and stuff and we're going to miss our flight because Gene Simmons has just nicked off. Um, and I think everyone did actually end up getting on the plane, but we did end up getting delayed again. And it was very likely because we had to hold the plane for Gene Simmons. Well, to be fair, there are a few people who could get a plane held for them and he's one of them. Yeah, well, especially like a little internal flight from Charlotte, Carol uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah. Oh, North. North. Um, North. <laughs> to to LA it was just the look on their faces when he asked them was beautiful and then the well, look on their faces when back. they announced that we all had to board it was just like shame the last time I came back from LA I was waiting and it was a business trip so I was in Virgin Upper thank you so much and I was waiting you know in the separate queue and then you see someone you just know you know the body language when someone famous is around you right and you obviously when they have an escort like if they have an escort they're proper famous yeah right so this bloke comes over and I'm going oh my god like oh my god it's him oh my god right with his wife gets sat at the front of the queue I say nothing I'm like I'm saying nothing this obviously used to like being at the front of the queue businessman went over and he went uh there's a queue and this dude just like the guard the guide guard escort turned around and he went um I'm just gonna escort this guest onto the plane and then and then he, the bloke looked and went white, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's right, sit your ass down. And the guy behind me went, who is it? And I went, uh, Luke Skywalker. 
<laughs> when all these men saw, when all these men saw that it was Mark Hamill, they were like, oh my God, Mark Hamill. You can see all these boys who were in the 70s and 80s just like, they're all running around oh, in their dressing with and then, stick. And then we get on the plane, then we get on the plane and what's his face gets on? Um, Lord Downton. Lord. Oh, Hugh Bonneville? Bonneville. Hugh Bonneville. What was that? I'll, I'll tell you in a while. Then Hugh Bonneville gets on with his wife. And I'm like, what is this? It's like some award show finished. And then the piece de resistance, Maisie What's-Her-Face gets on from Game of Thrones. Now, I did not watch Game Aww. of Thrones, but at one point I thought every man in first in the upper class thing was going to lose their mind. They had Game of Thrones here and Luke Skywalker here, literally. So when we landed, I'm going, when we were about to take off, I'm like, uh, just so everybody knows, I'm literally on a flight that's a teenage boy's wet dream. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, I would Mark like to Hamill. meet Mark Hamill. I've heard he's lovely. I've heard he's very polite. He's quite old and stiff, though. He looks, I mean, they do good work in the films because he is not, he's not like ambidextrous and sort of like agile. He looked quite old and if he was like, like almost in pain, oh, but he was very oh. polite. And the odd, the, uh, one of the stewardesses went over and she was just like, can I get you anything? And he's like, no, we're fine. Thank you. And blah, 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 blah. Anyway. One of my many well, stories. So my book would have to be. Like, Sorry, M. How did we get onto planes when you were I talking know, about? And I thought I thought she was going to tell us a story about meeting celebrities at LAX, but she's not. Tell us about. I was going to tell that book. story. And I thought we'll only then answer a few questions, but I will tell that story in a second. So it'd be Arnold Schwarzenegger's book. My podcast would also be Joe Rogan because the variety of guests is amazing, and we've actually had a couple of the same people on our shows recently, which I think means that we're. Oh, excuse you! You're literally the same. Yep. And my beauty item, honestly, it'd be tweezers or an, or a long life battery epilator. Surely, but surely that like is a standard. I, I would have to have tweezers or a razor. Yeah, I would have, it's just, it would have to be hair removal. Otherwise, they'd come and find me on the island and I have a yeah. beard. We'd uh, need yeah. to ascertain what's in our desert island kit that you have before you add in. And quite frankly, I mean, we're making tool. up these rules ourselves. So, I yeah. Tool. And 
a product. Yeah. But I'm going to tell my airport story now because oh, uh, come on, Em. Eighteen months ago, when I flew out to LA to stay with Lindsay for a week as a birthday present. To my was friend. that eighteen months ago already? It was Christmas, yeah. not last year the year before. Wow. I know it's ridiculous. She's moved house since then. I've moved house since then. Like tons. Of, she got married. Tons has happened. So. Um, I had used all my points because I had loads of points saved up because I never travel and apart from all the work stuff pre and so I upgraded myself but on the flight out I think I was club not business class but like the thing between economy yeah. and business class and then on the way back I was business class so on the way out I am up front of that sort of weird section and I get to the carousel thing like I'm the third person there and the only other person that I can see as I come around the corner to Carousel One is this guy who couldn't have looked any more like Jude Law trying not to look like Jude Law. Oh he was just Jude Law. Like not even, it was just... Was it really him or was it someone who looked like him? No, it was him, but it was like, come I mean, it just looked like so like Jude Law. Like there was no attempt to be but incognito. Peak Jude I Law. Saw at, I saw him at Christmas time in Liberty. I'm sorry, but I would. Oh, beautiful. A hundred percent. Same. On he the is beautiful. On yeah. the carousel, no questions asked. I would have, I would have. <laughs> yeah. So, M, we were coming, Alex and I were going into Liberty and he was coming out, right? He had the beanie on. Did you at least on. lick him? Did you lick him? He was with his daughter. It was very inappropriate. Okay, right? no, that's fair. That's he, was, fair. he was with his daughter. So I'm going to Alex, who's you know, like this height next. I'm going... All right. Let's face no. Let's face it. I have a wider bird's eye view, and I'm going, Jude Law, Jude Law, Jude Law, Jude Law, Jude Law, Jude Law, right? And she goes, Oh my god! And as we walked past, we were in straight in the corner door, and we went straight into the card department. And she, oh, he's quite short, isn't he? And I went, Well, doesn't matter when you're in bed, does it, love? In the middle of liberty, and that we were like guffawing the whole way through. Then we get through to the actual beauty department. And I went, please tell me you all saw Jude Law. And of course everyone goes, where is he? Where is he? He was gorgeous. And I'm not easily yeah. impressed, you know. Beautiful man. But, so there I am at the carousel. But also- I thought you'd finish your story. I'm so sorry, I'm shutting up right now. There's a but, there's a but. In my cabin section, there was this guy who I saw him at the gate. Also, oh my God, Jacqueline Bissett. Jack was on my flight. How random. I know. So in my section, there is this guy who is so beautiful and so tall and so just like, ah, oh, like <laughs> genetically, oh, my body is just going, this is the kind of person you should reproduce with. This is like a perfect specimen of a human man. And I just kept staring at him the whole time. And I saw him at the carousel and him Subtly. and he was like, hmm? Subtly. Yeah. No. As I'm applying my drunk elephant skincare regimen like during the flight but anyway he um he sort of stood quite close to Jude Law and he was like and he I think he was trying to do that kind of both really both handsome both handsome both know it yeah. <laughs> both really really good looking I remembered that guy's face so that when I saw him on an advert on tv for I think it was brawn hair shaver thingy I was like and I actually sent it to the PR and said could you just tell me what this guy's name is because I just needed to know. But then the other thing about the carousel was Jude Law, who at the time I think was either post-production on Captain Marvel. That I think he was coming out to do Captain Marvel. I think he was coming out to do 
pickups or something because yeah. my friend who works for a film magazine went out to the desert to interview them around that same time. Yes. Was that BTW? Uh, mm -hmm. Was that BTW? Oh, lucky. It would you. be. It would be. I know. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so <laughs> he would have been quite good Nick because he had fight scenes. Like there was another one of action. He is in quite good Nick, I can confirm. But I can also confirm <laughs> that there was a lady who was, I would say, I, mean, I think I, when I got to Lindsay's flat, I was like, there was a small Chinese lady who was clearly like the escort, first class escort, meaning oh, no. he was getting his bags off the carousel. I'm like, oh, he was God. letting her do that. <laughs> oh, the shame of it. Come on, dude. Oh, no, that would have said, I would have been like, dude, come on. Dude, I'm just a boner. It will kill a boner. My dude law story is, I'll keep it brief. Carry your own bags, um, dude. Don't make the small lady carry your bags. That's and we know he's got, a, really he's got the wind in him. Because when I was in England um, on the iHeart Christmas book tour, I was in England for like a month. So I had a flat in Covent Garden um, that I did not pay for. <laughs> but I was in a flat in Covent Garden. What? And it was opposite um, the theatre. It was opposite yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. theatres. And it was down, the, it was, you know where Jay Sheiky is? So it was on that street. So I had, but it was a walk up and it was like, I was on the top floor, but he was in a play, he was in the play at the theater and I would regularly arrive home to the flat at the same time he would arrive for the play. And it Ooh. took me a couple of minutes. I'd be like, <laughs> cause he always had the newsboy cap on. It was his newsboy cap period. But the awkward thing was he would walk up the stairs of the theater to his dressing room while I would walk up the stairs to my flat. And he was quite clearly in much better shape than I was. Uh, we would meet at the windows as you went up the stairs. And it got to the point where I'm like, you've got to improve your cardiovascular fitness to see more of Jude Law because he is moving up the stairs a lot faster than I'd you are. And it's that. embarrassing. Yeah, it, I was much fitter when I left. But it got to that really awkward point where we were in weird nodding terms of like, oh, yes, we're going up the stairs at the same so he's, time. He's nodding at you and you're like, oh, you don't know how... I know I just kept waiting for the note to come through the door that was like here's tickets to the play come and meet me and we'll hang out but instead it was like there's that girl again looking at me through the window again out like, of breath trying to run up the stairs knackered literally would stand in front of my door like bracing myself against the door be like <gasps> it, was, it was not my best work but he's so handsome he's so handsome it's a bone structure of an actual god let's just be really yeah. honest it's beautiful so, right, here's a good question. I really like this one. Um, I've lost it. Where is it? <laughs> Sorry. No, genuinely, it was here. It was like, where was, what's a product that you wish had never become a thing? Hang on. Oh, how well, long have we got? Hang on a minute. Honestly, I'm now- That is a real question. That does exist. I remember putting it into the document. Oh, a product all three of you wish had never become a thing. Um, I just, I really hate sheet masks and I know it's sheet controversial. Masks, wipes, anything with glitter in it, yeah. anything, a unicorn, <laughs> anything that infantilizes women. I mean, pick one. I just, I feel like the sheet mask pressure is like weird and that people are like, sheet mask, sheet mask, sheet mask. But like, I hate the feel of them. They're slimy on my face. I draw, I, I'm not a mask person really anyway. No, um, no. But sheet masks are just massively wasteful and stupid and massively overpriced like humongously overpriced, overpriced. And like maybe three of them yeah like maybe three of them have ever done anything for my face that i've seen it um and i just i do feel like it's a hype product that preys on uh trying to convince people it will do something that it won't that they could just get from real skincare so i think they're exploitative as well as shit 
I hated the one that looks like that looked like pounders. So it's like, oh, look at me on social media with a face mask on. <laughs> oh, look at me, I'm seven. <laughs> Just, I, I didn't really like the snail craze either. No. Or the centre one. Gross. Do you know how much grief I got when I said I wasn't into snails and skincare? And I still have people saying I'm racist against people who live in Korea and places like that because I don't like snail products. I'm like, that's a stretch. But that doesn't define well, the I mean, market. No. And like, you do you protect your culture, enjoy your culture, but I'm, I'm not going to put snails on my face for my personal preference. In the same way, I, I would not the snail to just be the snail. Face, you know? When they said, oh, that penis facial, I'm like, you lot need mental help. I'm sorry. Absolutely not. Get a grip of yourselves. That's like pole dancing for fitness. That's like a room of guys. <laughs> I can't believe they did it. <laughs> yeah. We get this, um, there's a wrestling hashtag that goes around very regularly of fine women who watch wrestling. And they just basically, a dude in wrestle Twitter, I'm a, I host a wrestling podcast, I'm wearing a Steve Austin t-shirt. Um, but they convinced they were like let's show each other all the fine women that watch wrestling so they just got all these women to post really hot photos of themselves while all the boys just fapped off over them in their basement and like this isn't us being empowering empowering ladies like we know we don't we don't need to post hot selfies to get validation you know you're hot and awesome and you watch wrestling this is very weird uh, and it was just like then overtaken by gross dudes posting comments and like that's not why it happened that's not why we were doing it and if you want to pole dance go crazy but like stop it i don't boys are gonna look at it boys are gonna look at it which is how i feel about everything there is a a pole dancer called i think she's called janine butterfly or something like this her pole dancing is insane makes you feel depressed about yourself and your life choices yeah (laughs) no 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 no. it's she is so strong and so powerful and it's so beautiful. She did an amazing routine. I will find it and send it to you. And she did this routine to um, Florence and the Machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it will make you just go, oh my God, how on earth did she do that? She's literally on the pole and she looks like she's walking upstairs. She's yeah. so strong. It's amazing. Next yeah. time you're both in LA, I can't wait to see Caroline's face. I'm going to take you both to Jumbo's Clown Room, which is the bikini bar where Courtney Love used to work. And uh, it has dancers pole dance. No, it's down to bikinis. It's not naked strip club. Um, but they all dance like Depeche Mode and The Cure. And it's all shapes and sizes. Everyone's got tattoos or like very individual, very independent. It's a woman runs it, or it was at least the last time I went there. Um, and it's, it's pretty amazing. The dancing is incredible. It's a dirty hole in a wall dive in Hollywood. Oh, so I love that. Iconic. Dirty holes yeah. in the wall, I'm a woman. Uh, but fair, the dancing I've seen there is like, what they're capable of doing with their bodies is just like beyond me. And it's never male gaze. It's always, these are women putting together their routines for themselves. Um, and to just, it's so impressive. It's so incredible. I love that. Yeah. If I could do proper pole dancing, like though, because it would have to be angry music. My pole dancing song is hundred percent primal scream by, um, Motley Crue. Oh, really? There you go. Listen to it. We'll, we'll have a word and see if we can get you up on stage when you come out to Jumbo's. I don't have the upper body strength. I just feel no, like I, safe I just have to hold on to it and kind of slide down it. Like I might show you a tip. <laughs> it's all core. They tell me it's all core. The girls well, at Jumbo's, I, I haven't been for ages. Me and Terry went once and had a grand old time. Uh, but yeah, they, they tell me it's all core. You just got to cling on for dear life and hope that your midriff like holds you upright. 
that's how it works. Good to know. <laughs> it was I'll a bear that in mind. Next that time I'm trying to go. I do have a Courtney Love story. Oh, we have to hear the Courtney Ooh. Love story. Oh, it literally is that. Uh, it was at the L Style Awards a few years ago. And the I what awards? L Style Awards. Remember when they used to be a thing? I was on a table and it was kind of a press table, so it's a mismatch of people who didn't really know each other, but they were there just looking, going, Oh, isn't Rosie Huntington Whiteley really pretty? And everyone was, to be fair. Oh, she's stunning. I've seen her yeah. naked. Also, Miranda Kerr, <laughs> carry on. You know that friend who just bests every story <laughs> that you might possibly have? I saw Jude Law at the airport. I saw him in Liberty. I'm shutting up right now. <laughs> um, yeah, and she came running over to the table, lifted up the tablecloth. That oh, I was say something else. But in the, in the process of doing that, lifted up the skirt I was wearing and went, is my handbag under there? And I was like, <laughs> no. It was just a really embarrassing, weird moment. And Would I just you like to see my vulva. The best way to possibly meet Courtney Love. <laughs> just like by her Aww. lifting up. She's a, she's a funny old one, isn't she? Yes. Um, I feel like we should go back to books because I feel like we've done beauty. We probably should. We've covered pretty much everything from Jean Simmons to Fanny's yes. to penises. So. So, so we've gone vulva now. We've gone, we've, we've got to vulva. vulva. So. <laughs> So with the remainder <laughs> of the time that we have together, so uh, Caroline, yes, mate, skincare, yes, done mate. quite well, has done quite well, mate, yeah. But you, but you get my prescription. Have right. already said it's a one-time deal. Yeah. So you're not going to do what Motley Crue did, which is say this is the last time we're ever touring, so we go. Yeah. And then, and then do you know go, how many times I've been to the Guns and Roses once in this lifetime tour? I've seen them three <laughs> times on that tour. Like. Change the title, lads. Change the title. <sighs> Furious. Um, you're not going to do that, are you? Like, this is one and done. Yeah, they've said, because we're doing a, um, I don't know if I can tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway, tough shit. It's my book. We're doing a special limited edition for Crimbo. What? Wait, how is it going to be limited edition? I can't tell you. I, I cannot tell you. <laughs> it's going to be what? Is it going to be bedazzled? No. No, it's going to have a vulva on it. bathed in glitter. Glitter and snail mucus. That's um, all it's going to be. And I can make tweaks. And I'm already in the frame of mind of, like I said to them, um, like I, I knew certain um, parts of the book would always have to be updated. And I already want to update a couple of parts. And it's not that it's bad science. It's just that I like to like, be completely relevant. And they were like, well, if they want to change anything, you've got time if you give it to us before Thursday. And I'm like, oh, I can change things in it already. So it'll be additions. There'll definitely be additions. But what, I mean, if you, you can't write a book called the ultimate no-nonsense guide. So what do you write after that? The, you know, less ultimate, slightly nonsense guide. It's, yeah, it doesn't really work, does it? I mean, I can't, I, I don't, if I think of, you know, if I could think of something to, I don't know. I, I'm very, like, I don't know how you did 16. I do not know how. Well, because the they're all made up. That's how. <laughs> None of them are based in real life or fact like yours is. Um, so basically, I'm just a well-paid liar. That's, that's ultimately what I do for a living. Fair play. Uh, Fair play. I would get yeah. that card, those cards made up. But So let's talk about your book, In Case You Missed It, which is the latest one, which revolves around Roz, who is our heroine, our protagonist, who I'm livid with you and you know this. I know, I'm sorry. I I read so it terrible. Things, and I really miss it still. I really like your books very much. They're very Thanks. easy to spot in. I like the characters. I give a shit about the characters. I feel like 
if I was in their world, they'd give a shit about me. And so, yeah, more please, Lindsay. Are you writing the next one? Okay. I am. I'm writing right now. Not right now, obviously. I'm doing this quite clearly. Um, but I am halfway through the first draft of my next adult book, which will be out next year. Now, viewers, she said adult because obviously I've said 16 books, which refers to just the adult <laughs> ones. But there were also how many... Um, they're not YA. What are they? I don't know. The, the middle grade, we would call them in America. I don't know technically what we would call them in England. They're just for kids. They're children's books for sort of seven plus. But my four-year-old uh, friend, that sounds weird. My, my friend Penny is four uh, and she loves them, uh, but she has them read to her. But right. you could read them yourself from seven. And how many of those are there? There's three Cinders and Sparks at the moment. Uh, so it's a series, so of the other lot. yeah, yeah. You're a machine, Kelk. You're a machine. Note better to do. Note better you to do. You literally finish one, deliver it, and then start another one, don't you? Yeah, it's not super healthy, um, but it's also my job, and I'm from Doncaster, so I have to be working all the time. Um, I don't know anything else. I, I get that, like the northern thing of, you know work 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 it's when people say things like oh are we gonna are we gonna go like when they say no are we going on holiday whatever i'm like why are we finished <laughs> no i know it's really hard even when well, i'm away like i'm not someone that can switch off like i'm i'm still engaged in some no, ways like hmm? caroline doesn't even know what day of the week it is usually because she doesn't observe the fundamental destruction yeah. of a weekend no. Well, because I think that's a self-employed thing too. Like you can't, because if you have well, a deadline, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or your birthday or Saturday or someone's christening or someone else's part. You know, it's like I've missed all kinds of stuff because uh, I was on a deadline. Um, and it just, it, and it's, I'm not saying that's a Northern thing, but it was bred into me by my family for sure. Work, that work, it's work, just, work, 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 you work, work, work until the work is done and the work is never done so never done. <laughs> yeah i don't really know. i left uni and started my job the next monday like it's just how it was always in me like i've just always been trying to like get to the next thing do the next thing one day i'll like have a minute but i'm i don't Thank know mine. i don't know when it will be I like no all i know of my friends, and i like to think i'm like this too is that you sort of you have a load of tasks on your plate. You have all the stuff that you've got to do and you're both very much like this. And you sort of spend a lot of time getting, getting your head around all of that so you feel like you're in control of it so that there's some room. And then the second there's some room, you add something else to the pile. And then it's, yeah. the, ne it's the next phase over again. Now we are drawing to a close, but there is one question from somebody. And I think this, whoever asked this, I think we need to shower this person with Lindsay Kelt grade love with Caroline Hiron's branded positivity and encouragement because the question that was actually asked was what can I do if I'm not beautiful at all oh I know oh no, no. that is impossible yeah yeah I mean so that's the first point to say that is um you definitely are uh, and even if you don't feel like it it was a question that I got through on Instagram for us to answer um, and it made me really, really sad and I had a short cry because, and that was, the, the question was longer and more involved. I shortened it a little bit so that we could address it, but um, I want that person, hopefully they're watching either now or later when we repost this, to know that whatever has made you feel like that, because it's not true, 
So something yeah. has made you feel like this. And I hope that you will believe us because you believe someone else when they've told you something that's very wrong. So I hope you will believe us when we tell you something that's very true, which is it is not possible uh, that you are not beautiful. You don't have to be amazing at makeup. You don't have to be putting on false lashes and contour and doing wacky stuff to your hair and taking incredible selfies. Like That's not what makes somebody beautiful. So absolutely not. You absolutely are. You just have to believe it. That's what you have was to do. Was that that person's name or did it come in anonymously? It was, it was a pseudonym on an Instagram post. But mm-hmm. It just yeah. is um, impossible. And I think one thing, one of the reasons why I wanted to end on it is because as mates, um, I know that I can call either of you at any time. And I hope you know that the same is true for me. And if I was feeling in that space, I, you are two of the people, the first people that I would call. And so I wanted, and I can see so much love in the chat from people just saying, it's nonsense, of course you're beautiful, you're amazing. Um, reframe it and say that I am me, therefore I am beautiful. Um, and I know that that's what you guys do for not just me as your mate and your other friends, but also for your followers, readers and viewers as well. So, yes. She's a, she's a good egg. I had to get a pep talk from Guns this morning because I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and was being a grumpy baby. Uh, and I got, I got gunsed and it was appropriate. And I felt better for it. I felt better for it. Um, I am also going to mention now, before I forget, because I have forgotten for the full hour, everyone watching this right now um, that's watching it live, sorry if you're watching it on replay, uh, but everyone watching this live is getting a 20% off code for Elemis. Uh, that you will receive on email tomorrow. So you will get a code tomorrow that will give you 20% off everything on LMS's website. And we're going to pull one name from the chat. Just pick someone at random. Who wants to pick? I'm going to make guns pick. Pick some, one name at random and they're going to get a goodie bag with Elmis products and uh, oh Iron's God. mug, I believe. I can't see. It's moving so Hang on, I'm going to have to go into the, the participants and look at the names. I can't. Oh, no, I can. Hang on. Right. Oh, <laughs> she can't, she can, but she will. <laughs> now, what about rage against the Mapine? There, so um, there are so many Lauras. I saw the name Laura. I feel like that's really unfair. But um, Caroline, you, you choose. Oh, I, I would just give it to rage against the Mapine. Yeah. Let's give it to rage against the Mapine. Oh, so rage from, against Kel- from Kelly. It's Who Kelly, right? Kelly something. So message us, Kelly, if you email, Kelly Smith, if you email the Lindsay Kelk at harpercollins.co.uk email address that you registered with, they will get your address from you and send you a goodie bag uh, for for your excellent punning, for your excellent pun work. No penises included. No, there will be zero penises. No penis facials, no pictures of penises. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you for your excellent stellar contribution to this chat. We appreciate it. So everyone's getting the 20% off code. So that's nice. Thanks, Elemis. Yeah. Um, yeah Thanks, Elemis. This has obviously been, uh, brought to you in collaboration with, which maybe I should have mentioned an hour ago. With I Elemis. feel like this is definitely the kind of chat they wanted their name against. So we should mention it more. We I know them well. They'll be fine with any peen included. With <laughs> Elemis products were and I said the pro collagen marine cream the milky bath soak thing which the name oh. is irrelevant because it, it's just is it the frangipani and manoy no 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 no, no not that one. Oh. No, milk. 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 Oh. and the 
Mosley's. Oh, I don't bathe often, but when I do, it's only with Eleanor. <laughs> I don't clean my body regularly, but when I do. I'm pretty okay. sure that Elemis Aching Muscle Super Soak was my first Hall of Fame product on the blog, like 10 years ago. Oh, wow. I'm it's been sure around it was, forever, hasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was Weird. Aching Muscle Super Soak. Yeah, was Elemis was one of the first brands that started uh, working with me when I started blogging. They were one of the very first brands that were like, yeah, okay, cool. We don't really know what this is, but we'll send you stuff and talk to you about stuff and invite you to things. Um, and they have always, always, always uh, supported me with stuff like that and through to today. Um, but if I had to pick three, it would be the collagen, the pro uh, collagen cleansing balm, the dynamic resurfacing pads, because my face loves a lactic, a nice gentle lactic acid. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh God, uh, uh, it's so hard to choose one. No, I know there's so many and it's really stressing me out now off the top of my head. I like the new balm as well, the new glowing balm. No, it's the glowing priming moisturizer that just came out. That's really The glowing moisturizer, which I'm wearing now and I genuinely think is like, if I didn't like Future Dew because it was way too oily for my skin, uh, but the glowing priming moisturizer is right on the money for a soft focus glow. <laughs> it was my highlight of the week on full coverage on the last episode i genuinely genuinely like i'm obsessed with it and it's in a really practical squeezy see-through tube it's not fannying about it won't break it's just so straightforward and basic it's and not good fannying about it's not fannying about that's what they should put on the website elemis is glowing not priming moisturizer not fannying about that's for you elemis that's free we should do this as a series they're not fannying about series so I feel like um, uh, thank you for flying with random airways <laughs> we, we are now at the gate and we invite you to disembark and ah! journey. your exits are here here and here who's, who's collecting my bags Emma who's collecting my bags I need someone to get my bags off the... there's a small lady <laughs> on the way <laughs> Imagine! Oh, how embarrassing for him! Wouldn't you just die? Oh, Jude. oh, Jude. he should make it up to us by getting all of our bags off the uh, conveyor belt. You can get my. It's the only way I can think about it. I'd like to be on his conveyor belt. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and on that note, uh, firstly, I'm going to say, Caroline, please replace Jim's snack. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried snack. about it. Um, and don't forget to take your HRT. I worry yeah, about I'll people. I'll do that now while I'm sitting here, shall I? And, yeah. um, Brilliant. Uh, and thank you to the wonderful Emma Guns for hosting. Thank, thank you, you marvellous, marvellous MZ, MZ. Uh, and go Guns. subscribe to her podcast immediately. Subscribe to the Emma Guns show because she's marvellous. We didn't even get into the details of you being able to write 16 books as well as the kids stuff. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's I been like tell you how much I hate years. It. It's been a Great. minute. Oh, no, no, oh. You're, not, you're not supposed to enjoy it. It's supposed to be like the hair shirt of jobs. It's the hair oh, shirt of God. creativity. God, it was. <laughs> I mean, it was just... I feel like Caroline's going to stage an intervention has come over to go and well and go, Lindsay, what are you thinking? <laughs> just what stop. you thinking? I mean, when they were like, and I felt really bad because when they were, you know, they were like, you're number one. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I wasn't trying to be like negative. I just, <laughs> I didn't grow up wanting to be an author. So when they say you're number one on the Sunday Times bestsellers list, I'm like, that's a big deal, isn't it? And they were like, it's kind of a big deal. Irons. Pretty big deal. Irons. 
And then they were like, uh, you're number two this week because deliciously Ella released a cookbook. I'm like, that bitch. <laughs> and oh then, yeah, now she's your nemesis forever. Yeah, and then that's, last that's week, the someone else, another mummy cookbook came out and I was like, these mums and their cookbooks need to sod off my section. How rude. But yeah, but they're like- You pinch of nom, so that's all that matters. I know. And they're like, your sales of this and this. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Thanks. You know, it's really great. But, I, and I would go, people do this for fun? Like, you do this as a career? My God, it's such hard work. So I take Thank my hat off for you, mate. Cheers. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, bow down. Bow down. You're too kind. You're too kind. Uh, Caroline's going to have dinner now. We know. She's going to. Well, no, I texted Jim and said, oh, we're overrunning. And he went, that's all right. I'll bin this lot and I'll make a fresh lot. Thanks, oh, mister. Good luck. Right. Uh, Lindsay, what are you doing now? I am going to write a book. Um, and then this afternoon, I'm actually doing There's an interview for full coverage. Yeah, going to write a book. But I'm interviewing, this would be interesting to the both of you, and very not probably to most people listening, but you'll hear this on the next episode of Full Coverage. I'm interviewing the Beauty uh, Incubator Group that funded The Way and Patrick Tarr and a bunch of other brands. Um, because I want to know what it means to be a beauty incubator group and how you make choices. And when I met Patrick Tarr, I wouldn't give him a million dollars to make a brand. You were with they me, did. weren't you? you yes, yes, I was. And his products are great. Oh, yeah. I don't like them. Too greasy, too greasy. Oh, I really love the lipstick and the um, new cream blush power, uh, duo. I touched his face and he looked like he was going to have a stroke, didn't he? I've never seen a man <laughs> so quickly. That's literally what she did. It was oh, lovely skin, and he was like, entire life. And I looked at Lindsay, and she, I was like, alerted. Don't worry, I do do it for a living, honestly. And this was at a La Mer event. The mortification. He hadn't been informed. He hadn't had a. Uh, he didn't know about us. It wasn't his fault. Digest, he hadn't, he hadn't yeah. been prepped. Bless him. He's not on the interview today. He is not he on the interview like, today. <laughs> he does sell a fan as part of his brand but the newest range of launches the newest uh, launches are matte lipsticks that are absolutely stunningly beautiful and there's a cream powder blush duo that's really gorgeous and the cream has a little lid over it it doesn't i don't i hope not um the the makeup's really lovely the last launch is really really nice um so i'll take your word for it kelk i just i'm I'm not out in the uk yet but um, i I felt (laughs) he did not enjoy us he did not he did enjoy not. us at all. We enjoyed him no. until he didn't. <laughs> he enjoys himself and Gigi Hadid. And that was it. That was all I got from that conversation that we had with him. Gigi, um, I mean, talk about name drop. I'm like, all right, mate, do you want a shovel to pick up all those names you're dropping? And then you told him to stop using Cetaphil on her. And it was, it was so good. I really did go quite hard, didn't I, thinking about it? I forgot about all that. And it was a daytime. I hadn't even been Guys. drinking. Why are you putting Cetaphil on these people? Oh, of course I did. Of course I did. I'll tell anyone. Why would you do that? It's fine. I don't understand. I was against I him. Like I don't understand. I thought you had he turned against me for living on the wrong side of LA. I lived in the wrong part of LA, so he didn't. He didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> but it's fine. I'm so glad for everyone that stayed around to hear this special extra. Hey, they're loving it. This is the best part. <laughs> this is honestly. This is this is genuinely what would have happened if we'd been at dinner at Dirty Bones. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Exactly, I would have been like this a lot of the time, going maybe with some tequila, and I don't even drink. <sighs> I would, I would love a margarita right now. Hey, Someone sent me a bottle of reposado, uh, and there's a little bit left. Nice. How very dare she? If she sent it to you, you wouldn't drink it. You would That's say, true. "Guns, I've got this. Do you want it?" No, tequila, I might be tempted. 
But she talks well, about maybe we should all margarita toast from our corners of, of where Cheers. we are. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, it's not the same, but... It's been special. It's been awesome. Thank you to everybody who has tuned in, who has joined to get to see Caroline and Lindsay, two incredible authors whose books are well worth your time and your money. And obviously, uh, Caroline's lives you should tune into. They are usually at 5 p.m. BST every day, every weekday. Lindsay obviously has full coverage and she's just such recording a new episode later on this afternoon. Basically, follow them on Instagram. Make sure you uh, are engaged with everything that you do because it will be as awesome as this. Just engage. Just engage yeah. people. Just like engage you say, with us. Engage with us. Engage. engage with us. Engage. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you guys. We really have to go. Uh, but this was amazing. Thank you to both of you. And thanks to everyone Bye. watching. Uh, we'll see you again soon. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I really hope you enjoyed it. Oh, listening back to it was just, that was a joyous experience. Oh, Mita Cora. Good old Mita Cora. Oh, you're a shit singer as well. So that's it. Um, it was lovely to listen back to that. I hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, we will be back in two weeks with another episode. So take care of yourselves till then. And bye. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 